Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast of the Vineyard Church in Chester Springs. We invite you to join our mission to love like Jesus, and you can connect with us on social media or visit our website, csvineyard.org. It's a special series here at the Vineyard. Each year, we host our Perspective Series, a time when we get to hear from so many voices in our church community on the many ways that God has moved in their story, TED Talk style. This perspective story is brought to you by Tim Mack. Tim is married to Sarah and has three wonderful children, Asa, Juniper, and Marigold. Tim loves skateboarding, as you'll hear in his talk. So let's listen in. So I want to start with a, uh, my favorite verse in the whole Bible, pretty much, is from Proverbs 17, 22. Cheerful heart is good medicine. A broken spirit saps a person's strength. And I just love this. And it, ma- it makes me, you know, want to talk about my favorite thing, which is skateboarding. And it brings me so much joy. So I just wanted to share about this. Um, I started when I was 13, saved up enough money for my own, my first skateboard. It's probably like $50 or something at the time. Now they're 200 um, but I just remember my friends were riding around town. We, we grew up in, uh, I grew up in Westchester borough, and so my friends were riding around. I thought it was so cool. Let me buy one of those and try, and just, just standing on it and pushing and riding down a hill, it took about a year just to figure that out. And, um, but after that, we got, you know, my friends and I were getting, you know, into it a little bit more. We were going around the town. We saw some older skaters, and... These guys just blew our minds. They, they were doing all kinds of things with their boards, manipulating their boards, jumping down stuff, downstairs, over things. And this, this one thing sticks out. It's vivid in my mind right now. It's um, these guys set up a trash can, probably like this high, like waist height. He put it up. He said, I'm going to jump over that on my skateboard. And he pushed up to it. And first try, popped right over it on his board. And I just thought, that's, how's that even possible? And so for me and my friends, we looked at each other. We said, we, we have to learn this. So from then on, uh, we put in a couple good years of, you know, every, t- every day after school, weekends. Um, summertime was eight hours a day at least, skateboarding through the town. And my mom was cool with it. She, was, uh, she let me go. So thank you, wherever she is. She didn't really question it, which was cool. She, she let me, you know, go out with my friends, and we were out all day, and um, maybe got grounded once for coming home late uh, after dinner time. I think I missed a... Police. Okay, well, that's another... <laughs> another TED Talk, another TED Talk. <laughs> Talking about joy, so... The, <laughs> um, anyway, we, we got better and better, and we formed a whole friendship crew... And we even got to the point we had a team uh, for a local shop in Downingtown called Lowriders. And we skated for the team. That opened a lot of doors for traveling a little bit, skate parks, going to the city. We even had our own little indoor warehouse um, just to ourselves in Westchester, which was like just amazing. It was like a, a dream come true. We could skate there uh, all hours of the night. And it was, it was huge. And so we had, um, we had that. 
We even got some videos. We did some ads and some magazines and things. Um, just a, a very joyful time. Anytime I stepped on the board, it was just uh, it was just joy. And even now, after doing all that stuff, um, I don't skate to that level. I still skate maybe once a week if I'm lucky. But just stepping on my board, I feel God's joy. And I feel like he put that in my heart um, from a young age. And so now I get to skate to work, which is great. And it's about two miles. But just that feeling, I put my board down, say goodbye to my family. And I just feel God's joy, which is, you know, and I feel his presence when I skate. So it's... it's um, such a cool thing. And basically, that joy has spilled over into other areas of my life, um, including uh, studying and learning. And so that has come um, over years as well. But I just fell in love with studying. I fell in love with learning. I fell in love with test taking. Sounds crazy, but I just, I just really loved it. Um, one story that is really just ingrained in me, and this is kind of how I made the switch to that, um, was I was studying for the medical college admission test called the MCAT, and it's, it's a brutal test, terrible. It's eight hours. It's very competitive. Um, you have to study for months for it. And I was sitting in the library at my school. I went to Westchester University, and I had a spot up on the sixth floor. And I would sit there and just study all day, anytime between class, anytime if I had a break, I'd be up there studying. And, and I just was going through these study books, and, and I thought, how am I ever going to tackle this thing? This is, this is impossible. And I would pray, of course. And there was, um, it, it just clicked for me, skateboarding. It gave me a lot of discipline and a lot of, um, you know, I just learned a lot from skateboarding. So I had to do repetitive stuff, try a trick, trick after trick, fall, get up, try again, um, maybe not land it, maybe try another day. You know, this happened for years and years, and I thought, I can apply this to uh, my studies. And there was one event, it was probably the, one of the biggest things I ever did in skateboarding, uh, mentally, I would say mentally. There were bigger things physically, but this was a mental thing. There was this big... Um, we call it a gap. So it's from a parking lot to a street. And it was at my high school. So I went to Henderson High School. It's called the Henderson Gap. Every, every skater in the town knew it. Only the professionals did it. And it was always, we always like, we got, we got to do this thing. Somebody's got to try it. And they're like, Tim, you got to try it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so it's, so the parking lot was our, our school parking lot where all the seniors would drive and park. And then you jump out into this big street and it's all grass. And very long, very high. Um, and one day I worked up the nerve to go try it. And you have to push as, as hard as you can, as fast as you can up to this thing. And it's so high that you don't see, you don't see the landing until you're already in the air. So you don't, it's not like here, you can see the, you see the floor. It's like, it's way out there. And so you just have to trust yourself, trust your body, and just hope that you make it. And so I, I gave it a good like five tries. And every time I clipped right where the concrete started. Boom, with my back, my back wheels, it just clipped right there, and I just flew out into the street. And I, uh, that, that night, I just got really hurt, and I was like, okay, I'm done with that. I uh, went back a few more times over, over the course of about a year, and I even broke my wrist. Uh, so I, I was in a cast for about three months. Um, but one day, it was, just a, it was just a good day. I was mentally ready. I was like, I'm going to go for it. 
All right, and my buddies were there. It was like it was a nice, you know, the the whole setup was good, and I, I maybe three or four tries, and I got it and I nailed it. And I even got it on video, which was which was the most fun part because I can watch it, you know, uh, show my friends and family and stuff. And um, that, you know, conquering that kind of thing mentally, it was really more mental than physical. Um, conquering that allowed me to say, okay, I can conquer, you know organic chemistry, physics, um, genetics, these really tough classes that have test after test, and they just try to trick you. Everything's like, how can we trip you up and trick you? And so I applied that. And, and really studying and learning became a joyful, another joyful activity for me that I did, uh, did feel God's presence. And um, when I was sitting there in the, in the books for hours after hours studying and... Um, just a just a cool experience. So I do have a couple of videos. It's none of that big stuff that I did when I was 15, 16, but it's uh, my my current skateboarding. So hopefully they'll um, they can put these up and a couple of my tricks. Years old. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Thank you. <laughs> so that's how, I, that's how I feel joy right there. And those are just simple things that um, I just love. And I feel like God has really put that in my heart. And so, I, and I feel like God's put stuff in all of our hearts, some kind of form of joy, you know, running, writing, drawing, making artwork, playing up here, you know, worshiping, making music. Uh, we all have that. And I really think it's important for us to all do those things. Um, and it can be difficult, you know, as I don't know if anyone knows about the Enneagram system and that, and that whole thing as an Enneagram number one, uh, the label is perfectionism. And so we can be very strict on ourselves. And to the point of if you, if you have work to do, you have a task at hand, you just push everything aside to focus on that. And really even, you know, pleasure and sometimes even eating. So any ones out there, you know, you get, you get hangry pretty much every day. So it's, it's something that you have to remember to do, and you get so focused on, on your task. And so when you have responsibility, family, job, things like this, frivolous activities like riding on a piece of wood, it's like, I don't need to do that right now. But as I've gotten older, I'm like learning that I, we have to do this for our wholeness, you know, our minds, our bodies, our soul. This is, um, it's, it has to be done. And so I wanted to ask you guys a couple questions. So think about what brings you joy. And when you're doing that activity, do you feel God's presence? Is it something that, you know, sense it next time you're doing that joyful, act, whatever that joyful activity is, do you feel God's presence while doing that? And it might be a subtle thing. Um, but I think, I think he'll meet you there.
And um, if you're not having, you know, participating in any joyful activities, what, what do you need to change in your life? This will be my questions for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to the podcast of the Vineyard Church in Chester Springs. We hope you share this with your friends and your family and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next time.